10 hours later, I'm back on the road, but this time I have the flu. And when I get the flu, it is worse than when other people get the flu. <laughs> I'm backstage at the Bayam Theater in Pittsburgh. I'm lying on the floor in the darkness. My cheek is pushed up against the cold tile. My throat feels like I've swallowed broken glass. And the tour manager opens the door a crack. He says, Mike, we have to start. And I roll off the floor and I hobble onto the stage. And I didn't know what to do. I was looking at the audience like I'm looking at you now, thinking, should I tell them? Like, what would Springsteen do? <laughs> This might take the fun out of I'm on fire, but my ass is on fire! Here we go! Everyone be like, Bruce, no! And I, I made it through, but the next morning I'm even sicker and I'm driving home. I pull over to Starbucks, I don't mean to be crude, to use the restroom aggressively. Which I believe is the rudest thing one can do at someone's place of business. They're like, we've got muffins, we can make you a latte. You're like, that's all well and good. But what I'm gonna do is go into this private room you have in the back and unload the most vile substance my body's been able to conjure in 39 years of existence. Then I'm gonna leave and I'm not gonna purchase anything. And I'm going to drive as far away from this location as physically possible to forget this ever happened. Do you have the code? <laughs> so now, now I'm driving. I'm sweaty and bluish. After seven hours, I walk into our apartment. I collapse on our beloved couch, and it hugs me. Jen walks in, it was the sweetest, softest, thread-counted voice, and says, get the fuck off the couch! I said, Chloe, I have the flu. She said, if Una gets the flu, I'm gonna be the one who's up all night holding her until my arm is numb, using the other arm to rummage through the darkness for the baby Tylenol and the thermometer. And I, I've tried to make it so this doesn't change the way we live our lives. I don't wake you up. I change the diapers, I give her baths, but right now, you're in the way. You tell that story about me breastfeeding at the kitchen table, and the only part that isn't true is that you do the dishes. <laughs> I roll off the couch, and I walk into my dungeon. And I lock the door. And I get into my straitjacket. <laughs> and I can't believe my own thoughts. I think I get why dads leave. <laughs> and I'm only comfortable saying that because I'm not going to leave. I love my wife. And where would I go? <laughs> Who's going to zip up my sleeping bag? I'm not going to be out on the town like, what do you say we get out of here? And you put on my mittens. <laughs> you mean a condom? Not exactly. I'm no, I'm comfortable saying it because I'm not going to leave, but for the first time in my life, I get it, and I know that's a sensitive subject. 
especially if your dad left. But if your dad left, I want you to know it is not because of you. It's because you exist. <laughs> and I'm going to clarify that because it's a very subtle distinction. It's not because of your personality or that you don't deserve love. It's that your dad maybe didn't want to be a dad and he doesn't understand causality that well. <laughs> and now you're alive. And I think that's great. So who cares if your dad's around? Because who needs a guy like that anyway? That said, <laughs> I get it. Because this person who I've sworn to spend the rest of my life with, this person I've spent thousands of hours on the couch with who has saved my best friend's life, <laughs> is in the greatest love affair of her entire life that I'm watching through a window. And all day, people come up to me and they say, is it the most joy you've ever experienced? And I have to say, it's the most joy. <laughs> I didn't know what joy was until now. And now I know what it is. It's this. I'm literally empty bones and garbage and Diet Coke. And people say, are you full? I have to say. I'm so full. <laughs> so I fall asleep, and I have the best sleep I've had in a year because I've accidentally locked Mazzy out of the bedroom. <laughs> and in the morning, I wake up, and I open the door, and I smell the most unmistakable, heinous stench because Mazzy has peed all over the couch. So I order a pizza <laughs> to compete with the smell. And when the, the delivery guy shows up, I pay him $20 to carry the couch with me out to the street. And that's where it died. I'm in the bedroom for four days with the flu. And on the fifth day, I wander out at 4.30 in the morning. And I wander into the kitchen. And I do the dishes. And I enjoy it. That week, Jen started writing poems for Una for when she gets older. And I found this. Una. In our house, there is always a congregation of ants summiting around a noodle, carrying their weight in popcorn across the kitchen floor. And in the sink, there is always a pile of dishes. But this morning, your father did the dishes. And it made me want to fuck him. <laughs> and I'd like to think that was for me. Stream Mike Birbiglia, the new one, only on Netflix. And be sure to follow us at Netflix is a joke on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter.